0: Please welcome to the stage Daniel McCoy and Stuart Wellington.
1: Thanks for coming.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming out, guys.
1: Uh, how many of you actually listen to the show?
0: Whoa, good. Not bad. And
1: how many of you just, like, wandered in from DragCon? Like, all right. So it's about an even split. That's all yeah, right. Yeah, it's
0: pretty good. That's better than our shows normally are. <laughs> uh,
1: the show's a little different than we normally have. Our co-host Elliot, uh, Kalen, uh, usually the motor star of the show... He recently moved to LA, and it was too fast for him to come back. He's like a month ago, so too
0: fast and too furious. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. See you guys later.
1: (laughs) So he was like, "Screw you guys, do it on your own." And instead, we got Ronnie Chang from The Daily Show, uh, one of the correspondents, uh, and he will be coming out in just a second. But uh, I just wanted (laughs) to clarify in case, in case Elliot like fans were in the audience or like.
0: When you said they're Elliot wasn't out. here, people start coming in. Wow, <laughs> they're so excited; they don't want their ears to bleed. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that I've gotten done burning Elliot, uh, thanks for coming out. We uh, will talk about our show. Thanks. I don't know what else to say, Dan. You I think you had a bunch of plans for vamping.
1: No, no, I just this is the this is what passes for warming up the crowd with us. <laughs> so, good luck to us, I suppose. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should just bring Ronnie out now. I just wanted to. Give a little chat. We did great. Yeah. Come on out. (laughs)
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me, everybody. So nice to be here. Very glad that I made it. I got to say, the the people at RUDCON, super unhelpful. Very unhelpful. Asked them for directions to Podcast Fest. They did not care at all about... My situation, but they um, they looked
0: pretty great, though, right? They I were think,
2: super good-looking models. Is that I think that? it's funny that like they put the
1: coolest <laughs> <laughs> convention in next, the basement next to the nerdiest convention.
2: <laughs> not, she, they took one look at me and was like, nah, we you're not buying a rug. We don't care about yeah. because there's a rug convention too, right? Is that uh, what somebody that's was saying? Conceit yeah.
1: of the
0: what? The no, I thought there was a rug convention. There's a
2: rug convention. Yeah, that's why I said it's the rug, the rug convention. People, they're unhelpful. Like, I, like, like that. <laughs> yeah, I think thing? so. Yeah, Dan, like, Dan's pointing at the floor.
1: <laughs> yeah. All
2: right. Uh, Super good look. Thank you for having. We should me.
1: get started um,
2: with the show. Thanks, Ronnie. Do you want a water? <laughs> Thank you so much. I almost did not make this. Yeah, podcast. let's
1: save it for the. Show. Oh, you want to
2: say? Oh, yeah. Oh, should sure, I start it yet? Right. Oh. Okay.
1: Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna do the intro. Yeah. Okay. okay.
2: And then we'll do the show.
1: <laughs> sure. Okay. Just for the purposes of. If we release this later on, we have to pretend <laughs> like this is a professional outfit. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to do the intro. On tonight's episode, we discuss Catwoman.
0: Live from the Javits Center.
1: <clears throat> all right. Got it in one. I went pretty good, yeah. Got it in one. Um, all right. So let's just start off. Hello and welcome to the Flop House. I'm Dan McCoy.
0: I'm Stuart Wellington.
2: I'm Brian Chang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We should have gone over that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I figured he, he's a smart guy. He can pick yeah, up what's going on. I figured on. the body language when you pointed to me. Yes, that's <laughs> my head.
0: That's right. We have a guest host in place of Elliot Kalin. It is The Daily Show's Ronnie Chang. Thank yeah. you.
2: Thanks for, thanks for having me. I've, I've heard a lot about this podcast. <laughs> Everywhere I go to around the world, actually, people tell me about this podcast. Okay, In Singapore, I'm being interviewed while I'm doing a movie. You know, just not bragging. <laughs> and the movie press comes, and all the press wants to talk about is how I'm on the same show as Dan McCoy from Flop House. That's not yeah. true. That is true. <laughs> she goes, I you wait, wait, but Dan McCoy on the Flop House, right? Like, I can't believe you know this. In Aust- I, because I, I used to live in Australia, and I used to live in Singapore, and when I go back to Australia to do shows, they even in Australia they talk about the flop house. So you guys got even
0: in Australia.
1: Yeah. So you guys
2: gotta do a show. Shout even out Australia and Singapore. Descendants of criminals. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, I was gonna no. say go there do a show, but not anymore. You can't <laughs> you just killed your Australian market with that. But um yeah, they man, everywhere globally they, they, they all they they tell me like, oh you work with Dan McCoy from the flop house. I'm like, Yes, I do. I also I'm also very famous as well, if you want to talk <laughs> But no, Usually funny. when people That's say no you
0: work with Dan McCoy from the Flophouse, they say it almost like a threat. <laughs> like I'm not leaving this escape room alive. <laughs> uh, no, we, we should.
1: Uh, I think it's fun to just mention that. Uh, so, Ronnie, you almost didn't make it here today.
2: I made it one minute before you called my name on stage. Is yeah. When I came, I got here. Um, I was doing a show in Arkansas uh, University of Arkansas <laughs> yesterday. Great show, it, great people. It went well, it did. It was no, was great. great. Yeah, I had very low expectations, but it went very well. And then the, the students... The state or... No, the, the it was a college gig and and usually you have low expectations for stand-up at colleges because I always feel like they're going to be jaded teenagers who are too cool for school and smartasses. But they won. <laughs> they were super cool people. They were super friendly and, and um, really nice and the gig went well, and I, I actually enjoy traveling around America because I've only been in America for two years, and so I'm not jaded. So I like to see different <laughs> places, and I, I I read Bill Clinton's uh, biography twice, so I'm a big fan of Arkansas. <laughs> and um, are you I, gonna we- be uh, gonna be taking signups for the admissions? at the for, University U- of Ubers Arkansas, Arkansas yeah. after the Shout show. Out yeah, University of Arkansas. You guys were great. Thanks for having me. And <laughs> then I came back. Uh, I I got a 6 a.m. flight just to make this podcast. I know. <laughs> But then the flight, the first flight, they had an intercom problem. Like one of those things that was like the tiniest problem that caused the biggest issue. So one hour, that flight got delayed by one hour. Then on my Delta app, they, mm-hmm. it pops up like, hey, do you want to rebook, reroute your flight through Washington, D.C. and get here? I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll re, rebook. So I rebooked oh, thank it. thank you so much. Yeah. No, Jeez. but then after, no, the story's not over yet. Oh, okay. And then... <laughs> And then I rebooked. But you (laughs) are saying (laughs) that this podcast almost was destroyed by audio issues? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on plane. And then uh, I I, I rebooked it on the app because I thought technology is helpful. And so I rebooked it. And then the flight turned out to leave, like, you know, I made my connection, but I couldn't get on it because I rebooked. I know. And then I had to wait till 1230 for the next one. And I got on that flight and then someone on that flight had a heart attack and then we were delayed what? at the th- Yeah, what? we were delayed at well he had to go out and I was like, it's so fucking inconsiderate with these people. <laughs> have heart attacks on planes and then that's why, I, that's why I was so late now, for this. And then I made it here just when you said Ronnie Chang, and I walked in. I was like, yes.
1: Ronnie, did yeah. you run over an elderly woman who could have been
2: a witch? <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> um, I, was in ta- I was looking at my phone, so I'm not okay. sure. Okay. Maybe, I... <laughs> so, uh, Maybe right. that happened. But, uh, um... Thank God. So, you're here. this yeah. is a true Tales of Travel podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know that's incredibly boring, but it was a very <laughs> exhilarating morning for me. No, you, no. you have no idea. And I've been looking forward to doing this podcast, so. You needed a little
1: time it. to decompress. You needed a vent. You needed a vent
2: to the audience. Oh yeah, I did. I know it's one of those. I know I sound like the crazy puns right now, but I had a very crazy morning. Uh,
1: but this is a, not a travel podcast, uh, uh, despite what Stuart just said. <laughs> the trickster God, Stuart. Uh, this is a podcast where we watch a bad movie and then we talk about it. And uh-huh. uh, Ronnie chose our movie. Yes. Uh, this time. Yes. And it's Catwoman, two thousand four.
2: Starring, <laughs> ha- Halle yeah, starring Haley Berry, yeah, yep. Uh Now, why did you choose this movie, Ronnie? <laughs> uh, because it's popped up on a you know bad movie list for a long time, but I've never gone around to watching it. And so oh, I figured okay. this would have motivated me to.
1: <laughs> the way you say okay. you've never gotten around to watching
2: it, <laughs> and also I... I feel like with the current tone of like Marvel movies, it's important to reflect <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> on 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 superhero movies in times past yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the you lessons want, we learned from them. And you want to forward. see how to build a cinematic universe <laughs> around uh yeah, Catwoman.
1: So, so um, yeah. We should and, go over what actually happened in this movie. I'm pulling out
2: my notes here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I actually just have an me. iPad with it on if you go <laughs> yeah. Want. Yeah. We just show it to the audience. Right. <laughs> Um, Interesting movie as well that, that way it came out I mean lots of There was lots of hype around it I think and uh, It starred Barry. an Oscar winner right? Yeah was, Well Sharon Stone as well All yeah, No. Um So it had a lot of hype And a number of cats Are
0: in the movie Yeah, yeah famous cats Francis Conroy Very Coming silly. hot off the heels Of Six Feet Under yeah. A TV show No that's right
2: Is It's that the new accurate?
0: movies Uh <laughs> Oh, so,
2: uh, three Asian people in the movie. I counted all <laughs> times. So shout out Asians in film. Yeah, there was the there was the um, <laughs> there was the henchman, okay. second hench, sec, second henchman, and then there was the forensic scientist Benita Ha, and then there was um, burglar <laughs> burglar,
1: yeah Burg, burglar number two. So yeah. they're really making inroads. Is what <laughs> you're saying? <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. it was a, it was a real uh, watershed moment for Asians uh, in cinema.
0: So the movie opens. Yeah, the movie
2: opens. That's and we are accurate. introduced to Patience. <laughs> What's Oh, wait, name? no. Before that, we before have... Before the opening before of the before movie. Before the opening, <laughs> we have the freaking Illuminati of cats. Oh, they sure. They show us how cats have been shaping world events... Throughout mm-hmm. history, through, yeah. ...through hidden, their hidden agenda throughout history, mm-hmm. yeah. Cats have been creating chemtrails for a long time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You do you remember that the opening yeah, sequence was no, like a montage like... of cats in history influencing global events. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> makes a lot of sense, man.
2: <laughs> if you think about it.
1: Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, your patience, Phillips, is the name. Patience Phillips. So this is the first indication that this is not going to be a traditional <laughs> Catwoman movie, since Selena Kyle.
0: Oh, okay. Is uh, <laughs> the actual Catwoman. Okay, stop staring at me, Dan. It's All cool. Right. <laughs> Selena
1: Kyle. Uh, okay, I get it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so she works for a cosmetics company.
0: Of course, she does. That
1: uh, is about I to is about to do a new skin cream called
0: Bowline. Uh, I think it's Beoline is how they pronounce Be- it. S- yes,
1: correct. Did sir. you just
0: read the novelization? <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> I just I didn't have time, so I decided to do the thing that would take more time. To do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, re- I read the cliff notes of the novelization <laughs> written by Alan Dean Foster. Anyway, um <laughs> a lot of Alan Dean Foster fans in the audience today. Uh so all right, B- uh Boline,
0: what did you Boline is the name B-O-lean? of the product. Yep. We're introduced to it because Alex Borstein, the best friend who's quirky, got a hold of an early advanced copy of the cream and she's been smearing it on her face. She talks about how great it is, but then she immediately says But I've been having these weird headaches. (laughs) (laughs) Surely that doesn't foreshadow anything. No, no, no. That's completely unrelated. (laughs) She drank too much.
1: (laughs) So uh, it's supposed to reverse the effects of aging, this cream. Oh.
0: Um,
1: But uh, Patience has a delivery to make late at night in the research and development department.
0: Oh, man, you're going way too fast. We have to touch on the fact that we have a meet-cute with hunky Benjamin Bratt where she is chasing a cat outside of a building, almost falls to her death, but luckily Benjamin Bratt breaks... Oh, man, I can't say that many Bs. Benjamin Bratt breaks breaks into her apartment and saves her at the last second, and it's really great. That's all I have to say.
1: (laughs) And this uh, shows the bond, the burgeoning bond, Benjamin Bratt... Between... No, uh, the burgeoning bond that uh, Patience has with cats. That she is so willing to go out and yeah. save a cat by dangling from a building. No, oh, she
2: stands on top of an AC unit. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is, that's, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. that That's as dangerous as you can get in New York City <laughs> I, to stand on like, an AC unit. Yeah,
1: Ronnie Chang's like, the more you
2: know. <laughs> yeah, never stand on an AC unit. Even <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I'm even from America. I'm like, you know, I've never seen an AC unit in my life. I'm like, yeah, don't stand on that. <laughs> That's, yeah, like, that's not going to support your weight.
0: <laughs> I know you got to find that cat, but why don't you have a little more
2: patience? <laughs> hey, hey, that's her character's name. And uh, oh, by the way, Benjamin Bratt's—if his character's name's easier to say—it's Tom Lone, I think. Is it? Tom
0: Lone, Lone. a normal name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so she's chasing this cat. This is a cat that she saw. Which
2: bi- mysteriously appears and disappears. Keeps like Keeps, teleporting. This she cat sees is... it
0: briefly when yeah. her neighbors keep her up at late at night
2: by blasting Stank. <laughs> yes, I'm glad. Did you watch it with the subtitles? I watched it with the subtitles. Yeah, on. I did too. I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm sure they're contractually obligated to mention that it's Hoobastank. <laughs> like, yeah. Stank had yeah.
2: that in their rider, I guess. Is that what they. Uh. Yeah. And then uh, this cat keeps teleporting like Nightcrawler, just f- All I mean, over one is outside, on a motorcycle. One is in the house. One minute on the, the tempting you to commit suicide. It's, it's not terrible. a normal kitty cat, yeah. Dan.
0: And then flash forward to the mysterious uh, late night delivery you were talking about before yes. I interrupted you. Sorry,
1: uh, yeah, she was going to uh, deliver something, and she goes down into the research and development lab, <laughs> and overhears <laughs> that this uh, new. Beauty product has horrible side effects. No, it scars people's uh, faces. But
0: that's the opposite of what it should <laughs> be doing.
1: Yeah, and Sharon Stone's like, I don't care if you keep <laughs> using if you keep using the cosmetic cream, it doesn't do any of this to you. So let's just ship it out. <laughs> yeah, uh, which seems ridiculous. I mean, it's like no matter how evil Sharon Stone is supposed to be as this cosmetics magnate, like you would think that you'd be like, okay, we're gonna get sued, you know. <laughs> Like,
0: we can't yeah, just... Yeah, if it, she's, like, driven by money, right? That's the idea behind this, is that...
1: Well, she's also driven by, like, not wanting to age. Sharon Stone, like, her, her... She used to be the face of this cosmetics company, and she's been replaced by younger people because the world is cruel to women.
0: Oh, that's what they're trying to say with that. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I said that as if it's a joke, but it's just a true thing. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her motivations are very unclear now that you mention it. I, I don't know what she was—was was she trying to make money, or was she trying to? I mean, if she wants to be beautiful, she keep it for herself. So I don't know what the fuck she's. You know, That's she's true. Unless maybe she
0: wants—she wants to make sh- ensure that she has like a steady supply
2: of money.
0: Uh, no, of bioline, the magical oh but the again, magic power
2: giving stuff. Again, that she, now that you mention, I never thought about thought that but yeah the motivations are very unclear okay yeah.
0: so yeah. patience overhears this she goes running around a henchman chases her
2: yeah and, they're gonna shoot her
1: because of this Yep, like they're just adding murder makes sense to by the, me by the way she's she, on
2: their property this, dan this is a top secret facility yeah. part of <laughs> having a conversation in this like laboratory she manages to just stroll right in despite not being able to get in the front door she couldn't get in the front door. That's why she strolled into the most like secure part of the building instead. She has to deliver and these. Hood.
0: And her boss gave her a deadline of midnight. Midnight, She yeah. has to do a physical delivery at midnight. That's
2: yeah. crazy. Yeah.
0: This is in 2004. There's email then, right? I don't remember. It's like 13 phones. years ago. They had, yeah. they had
2: Nokia phones. I remember. <laughs> Nokia of pro- phones, right? Yeah. Because eh? of the product placement. I'm very, yeah, it's, but it's, this, it's very clear in my head. The Nokia this phones. top secret cosmetics
1: facility... <laughs> Let's just rest that phrase in your mind for a little bit. Uh, she runs down like this uh, drainage tube, basically.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, a, uh, a basement designed by H.R. Giger. <laughs> and they
1: release a bunch of water spewing uh, patients out into the river, uh-huh. you know, where she drowns. Of course, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then she's brought back to life by cats.
0: Yep, a I... computer-generated cat climbs on her dead body's chest and breathes life into her body, and oh, vom- it makes perfect vomits sense. Vomits life into her nostrils, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And this is like—you
1: <laughs> have a cat, Dan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Take this life. <laughs> uh, uh, I ate it last night. It'd be, it be great <laughs> if it came out in hairball form. <laughs> yeah, life. Is, oh, that's just a hairball. Sorry. Now this is the life. <laughs> that's basically <laughs>
0: the the hidden Dan. The movie, the hidden, where yeah. where the weird alien worm travels from one person's mouth to another
2: person's mouth. Yeah. Check Watch the hidden, it's guys.
0: It's great. Uh,
2: it's a yeah. allegory for STDs. Yeah. But yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: This is another departure
1: from Catwoman mythos. Like, the only... I mean, this is actually the way that in Batman Returns she's brought back to life by cats. But I don't think that in the comics this ever happens. Like, in the comics she doesn't have superpowers. She's just a cat burglar. Like, she's just really good at, like, doing flips and whipping people and stuff.
0: So you're rushing ahead and saying that in addition to being brought back to life she gains the powers of a cat.
1: Yes. Uh, And that's actually (laughs) the one... That's actually the one scene that I kind of liked in the movie, where she was, like, walking around her apartment. Like, she suddenly has these cat powers, and she is doing, like, Go balance on, beam stuff <laughs> on the sofa. And I don't know, like, the fact
0: the that... The one like, scene she's doing balance beam stuff. Like, anytime she walks into a room and there's a table, she's like, I'm jumping on that table. <laughs>
2: yeah, but, by the way, anytime you see her walk in this movie as Catwoman, suddenly she becomes, like, a Victoria's Secrets. Like yeah yeah Victoria's Secret what was that, that? Uh, Victoria's Secret Angel, Angel, or Angel or yeah, yeah. Like yeah she's like walking a catwalk literally every time she walks oh she, yeah.
0: I get it now also
2: Up. yeah also I mean for for struggling like she's she's supposed to be the loser right the quintessential loser her yeah. apartment is huge her apartment has a studio in it she does have There's a great like a, apartment oh her apartment is super it has big, an air yeah.
0: conditioner we talked about yeah. that. <laughs> There,
2: there's, When she comes back from the
0: dead, she's covered in mud. And she uh, jumps up. Instead of going in through the front door like a cat, she jumps up a full story. And, and breaks her own window. Breaks her own window just like a cat would. And then uh, flash forward to the next morning where she's sleeping on a shelf. First off, that's a very sturdy shelf. Yes. And she's totally clean. And I'm like, where's the scene of her cleaning herself with her tongue? Uh. Wait, is that...
1: No, I mean it's yeah, it's kind of gross. But, I mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, go on, Dan.
1: No, I just—it sounds like you like you wanted it to turn into sort of an. Er- erotic I mean, the,
0: no, film come on, everyone. dude. Like, I can. I like a cat, I don't find oh, cats okay. that erotic. That <laughs> <Bad> erotic. <laughs> yeah, I, I left the door open a little.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing sexier than a good Garfield
0: strip. <laughs> um, so. She goes to. Uh, she takes. She goes to work. She loses her job because, like a cat, she's mean to her boss. <laughs> yeah.
2: but no, she's not even completely mean. She has that weird switching back and forth. She's, she's, she. At one point, she's like meek, and then she gets aggressive, and then she immediately apologizes for it. It's just, it's, Which is
0: actually know. kind of like a cat. <laughs> She and she also is inter. She uh, she finds that magic cat again and opens up the charm box on its necklace, and uh, that's what they call those things on a cat's neck, yeah, right? A sure. necklace, uh, and it's got a intricately folded piece of paper with an address, like you'd expect. She follows that to a crazy library about cat cat myths owned yeah. by Francis Conroy. Mm-hmm. How am I doing, Dan? Am I You're covering great. this okay? Uh, and then Frances Conroy is kind of weird, and then she throws what catnip in Halle Berry's face, <laughs> and that's the moment when I'm like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, Cat- Halle Berry. You got to roll this catnip ball on your face for like a minute." Yeah, that's right. Uh,
2: yeah, and so Halle Berry she won learns. an
0: Academy Award.
2: Dan, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Then she, yeah, she throws the ball of catnip and she rolls it on her face and starts like smelling her hands because apparently. Cat powers come with all the downsides of yeah. being a cat.
0: <laughs> like, is yeah. that that was the point when I'm like, I don't think this is <coughs> going to be a serious take on this character. <laughs>
1: yeah, she starts shedding all over the place all of a sudden. Yeah, starts being a dick to, to the owner. <laughs> <Sure>. uh, so, <laughs> I just, I would love to, like there's a deleted scene where she just gets distracted by some string in the middle of the conversation. <laughs>
2: That's basically what was almost what was happening. I mean, I don't want to jump ahead. Yeah, she's here. like,
0: "You're well," and she's also like, "You're getting too close to the the heart of this mythology." I'm gonna throw catnip <laughs> in your face to distract you.
1: Yeah, Francis Conroy pushes Halle Berry off of a, a balcony, basically, and she like
0: lands on all. Because her balcony has like breakaways, like, <laughs> uh, like a swinging door, like a saloon door into nothingness.
2: Yeah, she uh, can, in case she ever wants to jump down. Yeah, and they really hammer home that. We get it. She's a, she's got cat characteristics. The whole movie, they keep hammering that from the one point she's eating cat food by the tin.
0: It's like Yeah, and I, she I, says, it, I'm
2: just having a little snack. Like yeah. fuck off, dude. Yeah, what a weird way that like, uh, I, I I can't help but feel that's tied to this being like a a man trying to make a female hero and making her have to have the powers of like the actual animal. Yeah. Like, it's like Batman having to swoop down and eat Worms at night mm-hmm. or something. It's Well, it's, well,
0: yeah, Batman's know, like walking around like, I can't see anything, let me yell at it for yeah. a second. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 ah, no wall here. <laughs> I, yeah.
1: No, on the note of, I wanted to say, say this later, but on oh, the I'm note sorry. of, no, 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 uh, you just brought it up, on the note of them making a superhero w- movie from women, like, <laughs> what is more insulting with, than like the studio heads being like, All right, we got to make a superhero movie for women. What could the MacGuffin be? What could this all be about? I know, cosmetics. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Like, that's all they care about, right?
0: That's the highest stakes
1: possible. Yeah, let's make the villain (laughs) this uh, makeup uh, magnate.
0: Yeah, so she discovers that not only does she have these powers, but she's going to use them to go steal a necklace that she saw so she goes running out into the night. No, 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 well, She
2: she that, that part she she first she beats up the noisy neighbors.
0: She beats up the noisy neighbors. She beats up noisy neighbors who
2: for Huba some stank. reason have a yep. bar in an apartment. A full I mean, fledged bar <laughs> with with the neon light and everything. Right. And then the, for some reason they're bikers as well in this
0: apartment. It's just <laughs> a cool party, dude. Come with on, Huba it's stank. a second floor apartment where they carried kegs all the way up and yeah. have it installed. I don't know, like professional grade speaker equipment.
1: Oh well, yeah, then they have like, uh, they have a seltzer sprayer in this apartment. I'm pretty
0: sure
2: that was a beer keg, Dan. That oh, was not I
0: don't want to, you know, hurt okay. your virgin ears here.
2: I'm sorry. And Then they sprayed it straight into the speakers, mm-hmm. and then the bikers got got angry, and then she <laughs> yeah, beat the bikers up, and then she go, and then after after she's been complaining about how she can't sleep because of this potty, she immediately decides to go out and have a party. As in, she doesn't go home and sleep. After she destroys the party, she goes home and pulls out the leather outfit, which for some reason...
0: Yep, she does her hair, and she steals the, uh, the, her neighbor's motorcycle. And then we get a great scene of her riding around the town in super fast motion, where in some scenes she's wearing a helmet. In other scenes, no helmet at all. Where'd it go? Yep.
1: Yeah, so, and she goes to a jewelry store where she had seen this beautiful piece of jewelry before. Yeah, and it just happens to be uh, <laughs> being robbed at the very same time. Yep. So it makes sense to me. She does the obvious thing, which is she puts on a mask uh, that like she finds a domino mask. In the ju- it's like a jeweled mask, but it's like what I say, like Catwoman yeah. mask. Yep. Uh, and she fights crime all of a sudden, like she like fights these uh, thieves off, which is a weird place for her to go. Like, after everything that's happened to her, like, it's, I don't feel like the next logical step is, like, oh, I'm a Catwoman. I'm ha- going through all these changes. I'm going to fight these <laughs> burglars. Yeah, I'm going My body's a lot of- <laughs> changing. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what the... Like, there's no logical progression in the screenplay at that point where she goes from, like, being kind of, like, freaked out but into this new power that she has to, like, I got to whip these guys.
2: Yeah. Literally.
0: Yeah. That, that, it, are you, you are saying there is, like, a kind of a plot hole in this movie, Dan? <laughs> yeah. I yeah,
1: am saying it, that. So it's that's,
0: a... that's our exciting sequence of her, like, running around, and that's, I mean, that's where you see that the director, like, the director has almost exclusively a background in visual effects.
1: Yes. And His name is Petoff.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a one-word name. Yeah. So Which it is must always be, a good
1: sign for when you're watching a movie, Get to a, a director like with a, with a name. He's like, Rihanna.
0: Yeah. Or uh <laughs> I don't know, Beyonce or Madonna.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Peter. All off. those
1: famous directors.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh and anytime anytime like the there's something cool hap happen- well, anytime they're trying to convey coolness in this movie. Okay, they, good they, save. You saved they, yourself. They <laughs> they play like the weirdest music that <laughs> like at, at one point she's playing one on one basketball with Benjamin yes, Brown so about about okay before that. the basketball scene before the basketball scene before that in, it's still in the burglary in the burglary they're playing like weird nineties i yeah it's two thousand and four I don't know why they're playing nineties music in and it's the so, directors French that's why <laughs> oh they yeah they' had just gotten that music there and, that and it's one. never it's never remixed. it always sounds like someone just press play on the iPod and then press stop like mm-hmm. when the action stops and then it, the fight so, scene. yes,
0: there's a basketball match, and there's a whole lot of
2: record scratches. <laughs> so, you know, they're right. doing
0: basketball good.
2: Yeah.
1: The way that uh, she f- patience flirts with Benjamin Bratt is they do a one-on-one basketball uh, matchup. Because uh-huh, oh, she's a cat, let's and cat level, Guys,
2: let's do this scene justice. First, okay. she goes because she stood her up because she died. So she stood. She stood she up, Benjamin Brad, yeah. at, at a date because she accidentally died, and she couldn't make it. <laughs> so she didn't make it to the 1 p.m. coffee date. <laughs> And Benjamin Bratt's a bit upset. Like, yo, I'm here, but I'm I got I gotta go to work. So, I, you know,
1: the next time I flake on something, I'm gonna use that excuse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I'm sorry, I died I'm sorry, I died last night. Some cats brought me back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. So, but. yeah,
2: Benjamin Bratt is like, yo, I, I'm waiting here. You're not here, but I gotta go to work. So, <laughs> peace out. And you know, uh, the the only acceptable excuse is if sure, you die, yeah. God. And yeah. so he he goes, and then she feels guilty. So she looks for him at. At this elementary school, which he's giving a motivational speech to for some reason, telling kids to be good. And then he goes, like, okay, let's go play some basketball. And they all go play basketball. Uh And that's when this awesome scene happens. Please. I I mean, it's it's your traditional
0: uh, basketball (laughs) flirting with a lot of butt bumping. And uh, at first, you know, they challenge each other to a basketball match. They're both wearing leather jackets. So you're like, you can't play in that. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so Patience grabs the ball, bounces it a couple times, jumps off the wall, and everyone's yeah. like, whoa.
1: Does a par- parkour <laughs> basketball.
0: Yep. Uh, fast forward to Patience doing a really good dunk using her cat vision, and then she lands on top <laughs> of him, and the best line delivery in the movie is when the kid goes up to them and says, can I have my ball back?
2: <laughs> Are you guys done with your pre-fucking rituals? <laughs> It's uh, so weird. And, oh, you also forgot to mention they play uh, Scandalous during that. Oh. Cult. Who is it so by? You, who, who is that? On? I don't know, but, I mean. So, Scandalous. <laughs> I, many a <many laughs> no, nightclub. We don't have the rights to that song. Oh, we can't sing it. We can't sing oh. it. But, but if many you hum
1: Dan can
0: Shazam it with his phone that he's staring at. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and so they start flirting, kids are around, they're, like, bumping asses. She steals a bunch of stuff, she gives it back in a bag that says, sorry. Uh, but wh- keeps one thing. She keeps, keeps one keep, thing, of course. Keeps, I mean, she stopped ring. those
2: burglars. That's one thing is worth stopping burglars. It right. makes sense. Does she keep the ring and she keeps the necklace? Does she keep the necklace? Or? I, I
0: wasn't paying that close attention to that part.
2: Okay. I think uh, she kept the necklace as well, I can't remember. And I think that necklace uh, was, came from Egypt. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Just
0: like the cat that Just brought like her back the cat to life,
2: mummies and all that. Yeah, <laughs> it, t- it ties in because it's a well-written story. Yeah. <laughs> it, it loops all the way to the front where we. How's your email doing, Dan? So, patience does.
1: I'm reading my notes. Patience does a bunch of detective work. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And she gets accused of murder because oh, the scientist screen. got murdered.
0: Yeah. So as so, at this point, she has made herself a catwoman suit. And we get, as you said, it's a superhero movie made for women, I guess, right? Yeah. And so we get a scene where the camera circles around very slowly around Halle Berry's body as she walks, Uh, and it's super weird, and then we cut to about five minutes of a computer-generated Halle Berry sliding all over the roofs of Gotham City? Is it
2: Gotham? No, they never mentioned
1: it.
0: Yeah, I don't even think they go that far,
1: like... I, this is we. Like, it's weird, right? To take a property that everyone knows and then just be like, "Nope," <laughs> you know. Tell well, me, Stuart, what was the thinking behind this? I don't know. You you greenlit this film, right? <laughs> I the, did. The See,
0: only... <laughs> I thought it was going to be a fun romp, and it would tie in nicely with Batman Begins, <laughs> All right. which came out probably around the same time, right?
2: Uh one year later, yeah. One, one year. year. Really? Wait, it came out yeah. one year Jesus after. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. Like the and
0: Batman Begins didn't have any of that cool music.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there was one, the one link to Batman and DC Universe at all was when um, the Catwoman. Frances Conway throws a bunch of pictures of cat women, like literally yep. throws it in the air. She's like, "Like, look at this shit. Pick these <laughs> up. <laughs> yep. Look at all these cat women who's existed throughout history. <laughs> and she throws it and it flutters down after she pushes her off the balcony. Which uh-huh. is a,
0: so she a, throws a handful of pictures at yeah, her. Yeah, and
2: one, one of the pictures is of Michelle Pfeiffer's cat woman. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's right there in the middle of the frame. It's like, this is what we were trying to Get do. So <laughs> <But> instead. It's <laughs> called an
0: Easter egg, guys.
2: So I don't know if that means they're in the same universe or in this Catwoman movie they have Batman returns in them I don't like I don't yeah, know
0: what yeah, yeah yeah she that's a screenshot of the movie Batman returns that exists in this world in, in this world right.
2: And it's not it's not uh, Michael Keane it's uh Sylvester Stallone playing Sylvester Batman. Stallone in this universe
0: yeah. okay what an interesting choice <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm bad, bad.
0: Oh, don't even try <laughs> it. I can't do it. <laughs> Ellie's not don't here. Don't even try it. Uh,
1: so, yeah, like Catwoman was accused of murder. She's uh, locked up like, for a while. Uh, but, um, so, I lost the thread a little okay, bit Okay, so after, after, after a, the I scientist is
0: killed, she visits Alex Bornstein in the hospital, and she sees a news story where the head of the company says, even though the head scientist was murdered, we're still going to release this this beauty product, <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy, dude. <laughs> How often do you see like a news story about a beauty product?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I maybe it's Taxi TV. I, like, <laughs> think,
0: <yeah. laughs> I don't know. So uh, we, so we're assuming that this guy's the bad guy. Whoops, no. Uh, Sharon Stone tricks uh, Catwoman into showing up at her mansion. Only to find out that her husband, the head of the company, has been killed with a bunch of scratches on him because Sharon Stone killed him to make it look like Catwoman did it. She explains her whole plan. She throws a gun to Catwoman, who's wearing gloves. And then she starts crying. And then a shitload of cops show up like, what the fuck was going on, dude? Did she have them, like, (laughs) hidden in a closet somewhere? And she's like... Uh, my husband's meeting with Catwoman. Uh yeah. I think they'll be done in a minute, and then just come in when I start yeah. crying. It's like Chris yeah.
2: Hansen to catch a Catwoman. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah hey, sit down. What are you doing there? Hmm? <laughs> Killing her husband? Right, let's talk about this. What's She's like, you no, know I just followed uh, this ball of string here. Yeah. <laughs> Is that some yeah. catnip? You got some catnip? Yeah. yeah. So Sharon interesting serves, interesting like, cousins.
1: bake him away toys, and they take her away. And uh and
0: how long were you working on that bacon away? toys I mean, it's the
1: Simpsons reference. It's not even mine. That's <laughs> okay. the that's the real tragedy of it. <laughs> that's the real tragedy of today. Wait, now
2: I'm confused as well because doesn't she try to? She tries to kill her Xbox first, right at the opera with the swinging people, and then uh, the, she confronts him at an opera.
0: Then the security shows up with guns. But she, she runs stage. across
2: the stage.
0: Yeah. The opera continues. These performers are no <laughs> fucking joke, dude.
2: No one stops. No a
0: Catwoman cat is climbing up the set and running around, and they're like, show's got to go on. <laughs> so she gets in uh, like a like a love fight with Benjamin Bratt in the, what, in the rafters? I don't know what that shit's called behind a stage, Dan. You're the uh, theater dude. And the, ra- and yeah, the rafters. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, you, <laughs> you got it. So she gets in a fight with Benjamin Pratt in the yeah. rafters. She gives him a big old smoocheroonie on his cheek. And then she escapes after, uh, what, like shorting out the entire theater. And I can only assume those performers kept going. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, she takes a live electrical cable and like puts it to the circuit board, which is <laughs> exactly the way you want to play with electricity, by the way. You're,
0: and at that point, I'm like, you know, Benjamin Bratt's character was into Patience Phillips, but now him and Catwoman—I think I'm seeing sparks. You're welcome. I don't even get that joke. Like, like there's, there's that there's like an attraction there.
2: Oh, okay,
1: okay.
0: So then, get out of like here, there
1: was dude. No, there's no extra level to it that I missed. No, it's it
2: was... <laughs> no, it was as base as you first thought it was. Yeah.
1: Uh, now, i got to make an, a little bit of a confession here, Stuart. Okay,
0: guys. Uh, turn the lights down, everybody.
1: <laughs> uh, I hate to do this in front of an audience that is halfway made up of people who have never listened to the show before. Sure, okay. Because I feel like it it, it smacks of total unprofessionalism, what I'm about to admit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I started dozing off in the second half of this movie. No. <laughs>
0: Know what happened,
1: Dan? I was in and out of consciousness. Get out of here. For real? Oh, well, you lucked out, man,
2: my friend.
0: You know, you have uh, fallen asleep during, let's say, many of the movies we've watched <laughs> for our podcast that you do as a professional podcaster. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so did you have. Are you just thinking that the rest of the movie was a dream?
1: <laughs> I mean it has the quality of a fever dream, but I did see I can't, can't like can we skip to the end? I mean I feel like we're moving
0: We can easily skip to the end, Dan. We get a showdown between Sharon Stone.
1: Yeah. And Who it's been revealed that what happens with this cosmetic thing is if you stop using it you get the big scars. But if you keep using it,
0: <laughs>
3: your
1: oh. skin
0: becomes super hard like diamonds. Like living marble is that what they say That's yes. what she says while battling, <laughs> so
1: I guess she's like i mean i I want to know what her like superhero name would be, like like cream girl like con- what <laughs> <laughs> like this person who got her powers through like the use of like a beauty cream like oh her beauty are, cream, like-
0: that's why you call her that.
1: <laughs> No, it was not some sort of, like, No, just, just keep vaguely... going, just keep going. I don't, I don't really have anything else.
0: Okay, so Cream Girl is your only... That's my best... Professional writer, Dan McCoy. Blue sky in it comes up with Cream Girl.
1: I was hoping that we were going to start a big brainstorming sesh.
0: Okay, like the Marble Lady. Marble Lady. And, and also, when Marble. the police first Marble. hear of Catwoman... There, you hear some guys in the background saying, mm, what are we going to call her? Cat babe? Cat chick? Well, nah. Get the fuck out of here, dude.
2: <laughs> like, you're no, they go. No, oh, I thought you were going to say what they actually said. What in the do movie, they actually they, they say? They go, nah, let's, ca- let's call her Cat Broad. <laughs> That's what happens in the movie. Give each other high
0: five. Yeah. And then they start a podcast called The Flop Ass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, so they go on a big fight. Uh, Catwoman has one of those things that happens in movies where she's like on the ropes. It looks like she's almost certainly going to die, and she just magically, like through the force of will, she's like, "You know what? I'm going to win this fight." Uh-huh. And so she like beats the crap out of yeah her. She, she says, says some
0: kind of phrase yeah. that I think was intended to be really cool, Ronnie. I think you're dying to say it. No, you
2: go ahead. I don't even remember. It. Oh, it was uh, uh, Sharon Stone goes. So sh- sh- Sharon Stone has a. On a window. She's a hanging out of a window out of window, and Sharon Stone's about to deliver the final blow, and she says, game over. Then Halle Berry says, it's overtime. And then she comes back in. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and then, and then at this she point, the she's able beat to beat
0: the fuck out of Sharon Stone. <laughs> she then beats up Sharon Stone because she's so shocked at what an awesome
2: line that <laughs> was. <laughs> Very quick, very she then
0: kicks her out a window and she dies. The end of that story. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Sure.
0: I mean, and Catwoman uh,
1: tries to save her.
2: Does the does the yeah, does hero the, thing? Yeah, tries to like no, give you me know. your hand. And then Sharon Stone sees her reflection. She's like, I'm old. Yeah. I gotta die. This is an allegory for <laughs> how women how I feel in Hollywood. every morning, guys. <laughs> And
1: uh, at the end, uh, Benjamin Brad is left alone. Catwoman sends him a message being like... I
2: can't date you anymore. Because <laughs> I'm a catwoman. Yeah. I only date cats now. <laughs> yeah. If you know any cat men, please introduce me. <laughs> otherwise... Um...
1: My, my cat parents are like, can't you date a nice cat man?
2: <laughs> but he's really good at basketball. But no,
0: so, and the uh, cat's a
1: doctor? <laughs> She goes off, I guess, to fight crime. I don't know. It's like, ambiguous. It's ambiguous what she's going to do in she, her no new life. No one knows what the it. fuck
2: she's going to do at this point. Because yeah. she's like, sometimes I'm good, sometimes I'm bad, deal with it. <laughs> yeah, if <laughs> you don't like, love yeah. me at
1: my worst. I'm a bitch, I'm a mother. Yeah.
2: And
1: yeah. <laughs> <Then> you don't <laughs> wife, deserve me at
2: my best. And then I'm going to go take this whip and swing around uh, whatever city, nameless city I'm in. Because we, we don't have the rights to call it Gotham. And yeah. New York is too cliche. So.
1: Yeah. And and, then,
0: and the movie ends with, like, another montage of her, a CGI catwoman, just sliding around on rooftops, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is, I guess, what they thought the best part of the movie was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I don't know. this movie won the Academy Award that year. Oh, so. no kidding. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. No, this this movie famously, Halle Berry won the Razzie for Worst Actress. And right. she went and accepted it, and then said something about the movie being shitty. But that's pretty cool of her. Yeah. And she goes for it.
2: Yeah. yeah, but. she's trying.
0: <laughs> Yeah, also,
2: uh, I wonder what she saw in the script. I think a know? bunch of money was in the script, Ronnie. <laughs> really?
0: The script was rolled up, and there was a bunch of money stuffed in there. <laughs> That's how it works in Hollywood, I hear.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I guess I I don't know what she saw in the because I think there was problems even during filming. They had to stop, and then restart it and film additional scenes because it wasn't working and they tested it. I think they showed the trailer. Everyone hated it so much, they recut the trailer without any dialogue. Just to make it, yeah. Because, and that's not a good sign when you have to cut out all the words to make something <laughs> make something barely acceptable. So like, let's just have no one talk and then maybe if they see enough of an ass swinging around, we'll just sell enough tickets that <laughs> so we can make. Oh, and then Village Roadshow, I know this because I have Amazon X-Ray. Uh, A village road show had to sell freaking shares in in, in, uh, an Australian advertising company just to show a profit for that year. That's how much this this movie affected markets. Yeah, (laughs) in a bad way. Uh, So this is the point of
1: the podcast where we do our final judgments on the movie. All right, Ronnie, this is new to you. (laughs) Yeah. We decide whether this is a good, bad movie. A movie that's fun to watch because it's bad. Mm. A bad, bad movie. A movie that's just bad. Or a movie we kind of liked. A movie that we actually thought had some sort of redeeming quality. Wow, that's a tough
2: one. Do I start with Which
0: category does it fall into?
2: You spent five yes. minutes thinking that one. Yeah, That's the end of the podcast? All right. You shut, down, you shut down the Hear This Festival Stuart, that one. For the <laughs> listeners at home, Stuart was so proud
1: of himself. He's now wandering around the stage.
2: <laughs> patting himself on the back.
0: Guys, I would like to suggest that this movie isn't a complete catastrophe. <laughs> Deal with it, guys. <laughs> I think this movie is a good, bad movie. I think it yeah. is super dumb. It's filled with a ton of bad puns. If you are going to sit down with a bunch of friends and you're like, I want to watch a dumb piece of shit and laugh at how bad it is, this is the perfect kind of movie, I think. Oh, wait, you said that wrong. I believe it was Perfect. Thank you, Dan. Yeah.
2: See, I missed it. Yeah. Yo, she says that in the movie. Yeah. I know. When she's beating up the burglars, she goes, "This is perfect." And then she beats the fuck out of them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's a the- moment when she's fighting the lead henchman, who weirdly enough played the lead henchman or one of the henchmen in the movie, The Crow another movie about a poor guy who gets killed and then comes back as a an magical animal, animal right? Yeah. I think that guy's typecast. So she's beating that dude up, and, like, he sticks his, like, she grabs his tongue, and, like, the first thing is, like, she's Catwoman, dude, keep your mouth closed, because she, she's dying to say that fucking stupid joke. And, of course, <laughs> she says, cat got your tongue? And he's like, yeah, totally, but he couldn't say it.
1: Uh. Oof. I agree with Stuart. I think on the basis of the basketball scene alone this would be a good bad movie. You know, like, the the idea that in a Catwoman movie there's a like, four minute long sequence where, like, where two people flirt <laughs> using super cat powers to play basketball is astounding. And I think that that's the spirit that the whole movie has. It just, it makes the weirdest choices. I already <laughs> mentioned about how, like, yeah, like you were saying, the stakes of the movie are, oh, there's, like, weird cosmetics going around that could scar you, I guess. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. <laughs> we, need a, we need someone with the powers of a cat to get to the bottom of this.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, so that's what I say about Yeah, it. no, I, I, I agree. I was going to go bad, bad. But then, again, that... that we that,
0: swayed my impassioned police <laughs> swayed
2: you. No, that basketball scene turned it for me. Because when I saw that basketball scene, I was like, oh, my God, this is... I would show this to a friend now. And that makes it a good, bad movie. Like, you got to see this. You got to see this. Like, please come over to my home someday, and I'll show you the basketball scene from Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie invites someone in, into you the house and just it.
1: silently turns the lights off and locks the door behind
2: <laughs> them. I was on a plane when I watched it, so I had no escape. But yeah, this, this place, yeah, it was... It, it, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm trying to figure out if there's a bigger message in this whole thing. Um... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I actually, I'm a... For, for us? Something that we can learn from it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've been talking for years about how uh, 60% of cats globally have toxoplasmosis, which is a brain <laughs> parasite. And and yeah, 60% of cats, it transfers to humans very easily. It's a correlation between uh, having toxoplasmosis and increased risk-taking in women. Um, and uh, as, as well as uh, if you're pregnant, apparently, you're more likely to give birth to men, who knows? Alright, but... But uh, I was wondering whether this whole thing was just a result of a brain parasite uh. from, from a cat. And so, so that first cat we see in the movie gave Halle Berry a brain parasite and she hallucinates the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that makes sense, Yeah. yeah.
0: Unless you wish you could trade in your own family for the Pearsons, Inside Pop is definitely not for you.
1: Sean, that's a little extreme and also not quite true.
0: Okay, Amita, how about Inside Pop is the podcast for people who love and appreciate the best pop culture has to offer?
1: Oh, much better.
0: In every episode, we interview the people who create the culture you crave.
1: Past interviews include the production designer for Fargo and Tony DeCray from the DreamWorks Story Department.
0: You'll also get the very best pop culture recommendations in our Big Sell segment.
2: Plus, the opinions of two TV producers who are pop culture obsessives and actually do wish Sterling K. Brown was our cousin.
0: Kissing cousins, that is. (laughs)
2: Listen to Insight Pop every other Wednesday on the Maximum Fun Podcast Network.
0: There's nothing quite like sailing in the calm international waters on my ship,
1: the
3: SS Biopic. Avast! It's actually pronounced Biopic. No, you dingus! It's Biopic! Who the hell says that? It's Biopic! Because it's the the words for biography Biography. and
1: picture! If you. All right, that is enough! Ahoy! I'm Dave Holmes. I'm the host of the newly rebooted podcast formerly known as International Waters, designed to resolve petty but persistent arguments like this. How? By pitting two teams of opinionated comedians against each other with trivia and improv games, of course. Winner takes home the right to be right. What podcast be this? It's called Troubled Waters,
0: where we disagree to disagree.
1: All right. It's a live show. That means a solo ad read from me. And here's a little peek behind the curtain in case you, uh, are downloading this late. This is a replacement solo ad read. I originally posted this episode with totally inaudible ad stuff for seven minutes. Great. You know why? Because the sound bar on the... the the dial thingy, the levels thingy on my digital recorder was down at three for some reason. And I, like a real professional... Did not listen when I slotted it in. Anyway, I hope that our sponsors appreciate everything we do for them. Um look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if people uh download this and don't get their stuff. I don't know how best to do it. I'm trying to trying to make it up right now. Let's hope that you didn't download this originally. Um <laughs> The flop house. Oh boy. It's supported in part by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea into a new website. Uh, you know, your idea is probably pretty good, but if you think it's cool, why not turn it into a website? You can blog or publish content. You can sell products and services of all kinds and more. And as we discussed before, and more pretty much encompasses anything... Squarespace features beautiful customizable templates created by world-class designers a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions analytics that help you grow in real time and 24 7 award-winning customer support if you're a customer and you want support why not make it award-winning make it stand out with a beautiful website from Squarespace listen check out squarespace.com slash flop for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use the offer code flop. That's F-L-O-P. To save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Am I fucking around less than normal? Yes. I apologize. Oh, brother. If you had heard the other ad read, it was terrible. It was the worst ever, but it went on for a long time. So if you like that terrible ad read content dragging on and on, I'm sorry that you missed it. Hey, guys. Jumbotrons. We all love them, especially the people who get them. And again, I hope that they get these Jumbotrons. Who is this message for? It is for Jay. It is from Laura. Happy birthday, Jay. This is the 11th of your 32 birthdays we've spent together. And I'm looking forward to so many more. Let's celebrate by watching a good, bad movie and eating cupcakes. Yeah? We can even fit in some skipping down the street. I love you and I love listening to podcasts with you from one real pile of cats to another. row row. I apologize to Stuart for using his intellectual property. I will be paying him what it's worth. This next message is for Armand, and it's from Emily. Armand, consider this down payment on attendance at a future live taping. Hopefully, the Flophouse crew will do something before... I did this the last time, too. Before is capitalized. Guys, this is really important for you to understand. Before is capitalized in the next line. And so when I get to the point in the line above where I should be saying a word that's not before, my dumb brain says, hey, that capitalized word seems important. I should probably say that now. So it gets all jumbled up. Let's start again from the top. Armand. Consider this down payment on attendance at a future live taping. Hopefully, the Flophouse crew will do something in Los Angeles soon. If only I had known of Elliot Kalen versus Felicia Day at Angel City Brewery before it happened. But not to worry, I'm now following everyone on Twitter. All this to say, happy birthday and I love you. Jesus God, let these messages get to the people who paid for them. If not... I'm sure we can do something to make it up to you. Contact people and complain. I apologize. All right, let's just get back to the live episode. So uh, on that note, we're going to move on to the next segment, which is uh, we've got about 13, 15 minutes. Uh, If anyone has questions or if if you don't have questions, we have a letter we could read. But usually we take audience questions at live shows if anyone has them. But we don't have to... Don't, don't feel obligated. If you're, I, if, so if, if you're dying to this. come up and
0: ask us a question about movies, please do get in line up by this microphone. But before you do that, I'm going to read us a little letter from a listener. Dear Dan and Stu, I've written into your podcast before, but never with the anger I'm feeling now. Oh dear. You all bring something unique to this podcast. But Elliot has always been the heart and soul of the Enterprise. This was true even from the beginning, when he wasn't even on the show. (laughs) And yet, now I see that you have the temerity to replace him so casually and callously with Ronnie Chang, who I assume doesn't even have the decency to interrupt you both regularly and without mercy. (laughs) Well, this will not stand. The next time you make a live appearance... You better have Elliot Kalen with you. And you better apologize to him profusely. I have one question for you. What's your favorite thing about Elliot? <laughs> Signed Elliot last name with help. <laughs> <laughs> even,
1: even though I could see that that punchline coming down the road, I still delighted in it when it arrived. <laughs> I didn't
2: see it. <laughs> I didn't see it, I thought someone actually wrote that Yeah, (laughs) I thought someone actually wrote that in I was like, oh, they're angry at me already? I haven't been on the podcast yet (laughs) Uh,
1: What's my favorite thing about Elliot?
0: My favorite thing is that he trusted me Pronouncing the word temerity correctly
1: (laughs) Uh, My favorite thing about him is that He gave the letter to you to read So I didn't have to stumble over the words
2: (laughs) Um, I like his glasses
0: Oh, that's (laughs) They're very handsome Uh, And there's also a second letter. uh, Dear Dan, I love you. I want to go to Brooklyn sometime and see you. From Sammy Lincoln, last name withheld. Aw, that's Elliot's uh, boy, young boy. Uh, It says here, this is going to make Dan cry, and it didn't. So, (laughs) fuck that guy. (sighs) So, uh...
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, if doesn't have a question. I mean, we could just uh well, give him a chance. Wrap give, them it a up. chance.
2: <laughs> give them a chance. There might be someone with anybody. Anybody have one question? Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Hello. Hello.
3: Uh, I have a question. Oh, what's your name? Oh, sorry. My name is Elizabeth.
2: Where are you from, Elizabeth?
3: Here <laughs> in New York.
2: Oh, from New York? Yes. Hello. Okay, what's so your you're favorite? You're oh, no. Go ahead. So <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie's just used to doing crowd work. Crowd so. work, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> what's your name?
2: Where are you from? <laughs> That uh, place sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's crowd work.
3: <laughs> so lately, the website Rotten Tomatoes has mm-hmm. gotten a lot of press because there's many people in Hollywood, particularly directors, who do not like the fact that uh, publishing the you know reviews of a movie ahead of time it seems to sort of sway people in terms of opening weekend box office. And, you know, a lot of people do use Rotten Tomatoes now to sort of gauge, is it going to be a good movie or not? Do I really want to go see it? And since many of the movies that you review on the Flop House are critical flops, but then are actually, you know, very successful in the box office, I was wondering if you knew of any sort of common themes to those sort of movies, like something that maybe you tend to take out as enjoyment from them. You know, these movies that maybe the critics do give, like, 15%, you know, rotten score, but then they end up being a huge box office success. Are
0: are you asking if we've, like, sat down in a dungeon somewhere (laughs) with a bunch of computer screens and we're, like, piecing things together with red string
2: trying to find the relationship? (laughs) Because, yes, Yes, we've totally done that. Interestingly, the the Catwoman movie had shitty Rotten Tomato score, awesome Amazon score. Score Amazon score is like four four point five out of five and rotten tomato yeah. That was
0: four point five out of five? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was out of ten. That's crazy.
2: Yeah. The Amazon score. Sorry, but let me interrupt the question.
0: Uh, you didn't interrupt. You're answering the question here.
2: Uh, so well, the I don't even know what it's the tough to is. say.
0: Like, I feel like a lot of directors love to say that they make movies for the fans, not the critics. But I feel like for most of this, I mean, most of the time, it's these like big, uh, like movies made by committee by these huge studios who have so much money banking on something that, like, of course, it's gonna fucking fail because so many people are involved and. Everybody's so nervous about offending anybody. Well, by anybody, I mean usually just white guys. Uh, <laughs> the, that they turn out some kind of piece of shit that just doesn't have any, like, doesn't make any kind of a message or stand or anything. And just looks like something else. Or is, in fact, just a remake of something else.
1: What, we're talking about the common threads between movies that are success, financially successful but critically flopped. Is that what it was? I didn't quite follow.
0: Probably.
1: <laughs> Uh, a huge advertising budget. That's true, right? Yeah, like even like Mordecai. <laughs> yeah, like Mordecai. It made Everyone all the money. That. They're like they looked at the the poster and like that guy has a mustache. That's hilarious. <laughs> so they went. They all went. Everyone remember when Mordecai fever swept the nation, guys? <laughs> uh, that probably didn't answer the question, but we have to move on. <laughs> I am Mike. I'm from DC. Saw you. No, you, Ronnie. But we were uh, at the pan show. Oh, the oh pan great! The pan show. And the lost episode. The <laughs> yeah. never got Dan, released.
0: <laughs> people can listen to it as recorded by somebody's phone in the audience. That's true. <laughs> it's not lost.
1: But for Catwoman, um, my favorite scene was in the restaurant when she's eating sushi. Because Benjamin Pratt really impressed by...
0: That's the scene where she's just stuffing chunks of sushi in her mouth, rapidly. like a cat
2: would, everybody.
0: <laughs> but my question is...
1: was not
2: um, using chopsticks, <laughs> which is offensive to me for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> she was just taking the, she was taking the fish off the rice and just putting them off. Yeah, I know that So yeah. fast. Yeah.
1: And, uh,
0: but my question is, the neighbors, after she destroys the party, steals the motorcycle, there's no ramifications, they don't call the cops, and it, nothing happens, and <laughs> then
1: her oh. is just like continuing to go along and doesn't know about any of the
2: Yeah, because the biker dudes, they can't go to the law. <laughs> yeah. I would have That's loved if they, they, they had followers. reported yeah. it.
0: And there was a scene where Benjamin Bratt's like figuring <laughs> it out. He's like, okay, so the handwriting analysis, okay, the lipstick analysis. Wait a minute. Her neighbors complained about a cat-like lady destroying their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I
1: I like the idea that they have to go through a bunch of analysis when they just know it's their neighbor. <laughs> like, oh, it was that lady?
0: <laughs> we see her through the window all the time we just yeah. told her to fuck off sometimes we yeah. cat call her
1: <laughs> oh. this movie is for the birds am I doing it right <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have like five minutes left so let's like run through these questions really
3: fast okay I'll be really fast because this is from my friend since this is my first time hearing the show and it was great I'm sorry <laughs> Um, she says in all caps, ask them about the Hogs Bottom Three.
0: Oh, okay. So that is, that's, <laughs> that's a thing that we do on another podcast <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> called the Adventure Zone, which is much more popular than this podcast. Um, thank you. Uh, and tell your friend maybe question mark.
3: Okay. Will yeah. Do. They
0: may return
2: the Hogs Bottom Three. Wait, okay. wait, I'm not on the I'm, I'm not on a good podcast.
0: You, you might. Who knows? Maybe it'll be the Hog's Bottom Four, Ronnie. How much? What do you know about
2: Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, enough.
0: That doesn't sound right.
2: <laughs> I, I, can g- roll, I, can f- I can roll a 20 with the best of them. Yeah.
1: <sighs> yeah you can't on, even no, fake nothing? being a nerd, <laughs> What are you talking about? He speaks the lingo. Yeah. Uh, thank you.
3: Nicole, I'm from New York. I was just wondering, with this movie compared to a movie like Wonder Woman, and we mm-hmm. have this movie that it seems to be created by, like, 1950s-style admin about what women like, what would be worse for women? Like, uh, a superhero that had to solve the case of, like, like Kathy in the comics, like, fine chocolate? Like, is there a worst like, version of Catwoman?
2: <laughs> oh, don't answer. Don't, this is a trap, by the way. Because... <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is we cannot say... What would be worse for women? We have no idea. <laughs> wow. Yes. We kind of need I, you around. I, I went to law school, so let's, <laughs> let, let's just save our asses right now. There, I don't want to hear about this on Twitter.
0: There is a great scene in Catwoman where she visits Alex Bornstein in the ho- hospital, and she's like, I brought a snack for you, and hands her a giant Hershey bar. <laughs> and Alex Bornstein just, like, tears into that fucking thing. It's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> I okay.
1: guess the way that this could be worse is if it was Stan Lee's Stripperella.
2: <laughs> yes. What's worse for women? I don't know, but I, I, just to quickly answer your question seriously, I just made a TV show. The worst thing you can do is not be authentic uh, um, to your story. I think authenticity resonates with people, even if you can't relate to it. So when, when it's coming from an authentic place, so I guess the worst way you could mess up a movie about women is to not have women write it or direct it or whatever. But then you're going to have... Sorry, was that too serious for this? No, it was great. Uh, We've got one more question.
1: We can just fit it in, I think.
3: Very quick. It's about that scene in Catwoman at the mm-hmm. opera where the performers are uh, swinging from ropes. And mm-hmm. Catwoman, Catwoman ends up on the stage. I swear I saw momentarily that she was batting at the performers like a cat. <laughs> Did you all see that? Or <laughs> I might have imagined it.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Like,
1: I, See, that that's the thing. That's When you know it's true art, there's like so much richness of it that <laughs> you can miss something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Layers, Dan, is what you're
2: saying. Yeah, yeah. No, that's
1: great. When yeah. I revisit Catwoman,
2: <laughs> I'll look out for that. Yeah, but yeah, they definitely fucking at the halfway through. I'm like, we get it. She has similarities to cats. <laughs> it's in the title of the film. We get it? Drinking milk at bars. She's fucking. She's.
0: Oh, oh my, my god! The milk
2: at the bars. Oh god! I, don't
0: I want, want to. Talk a, about I this want me. a
2: white Russian without the hold the vodka, hold the Kahlua, and then just cream. Yes. She drank. I. I fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we She's could talk about this all day, but we probably it.
1: shouldn't because there are other podcasts waiting to come in here. But uh, I just want to thank the uh, now here this festival for having us.
0: Yeah, thanks so much. I want to
1: thank everyone who was here at the Javits Center who came out to us, and I don't know missed. Who charted or whatever? <laughs> uh, so
2: Thank, thank Ronnie you so much. for coming thank, out. Thank you, thank you thanks Ron, for having, running here. Thanks for having me here. Thank you, Delta, for getting me here on time. Thank you, New York taxis, for getting me here on time. Thank you, University of Arkansas, for the great gig last night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: appreciate it. Uh, for the Flap House, I've been Dan McCoy.
0: Hey,
2: I'm Stuart Wellington. Oh, I'm Ryan Chang. Good,
0: Good
1: night, thanks.
2: everyone. <laughs> <laughs>